Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Joey V joins us now here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, Randy. What's up with this? A hockey game on Super Bowl Sunday? Not not a fan of it, but at least they moved it up to 1 o'clock uh, East Coast time, 12 o'clock our time. So hopefully we'll be out of there at a good time. I know the team's staying in Montreal that night, so I, I would imagine we're going to settle up at some some restaurant to watch the game, but uh, you know what? There, there are worse things in the world, no doubt. Yeah, there are. Okay, so uh, in your history of Super Bowl parties, what is your go-to Super Bowl party menu food? What's the number one thing, the staple for Joe Vitale's Super Bowl party? Oh, man, I tell you what, the one thing I look forward to probably more than anything uh, is, you know those little mini dogs and those, those, those uh, the slow cooker? You, yeah. you ever have those? Yeah, those, yeah, I love I them. Those, those are fantastic. I, I love just getting a toothpick, and I, I trade out the toothpick for like a big spoon, and they just like <laughs> just pot them up and just go to town on them. I mean, listen, anything. Anything's good. You know, uh, I'm getting used to watching the Super Bowl with with a group of the the Blues guys, obviously, instead of, you know, family and friends, unfortunately, you know, another another year where you're kind of on the road and, and you adopt you adopt the, the road crew and the and the hockey ops guys as your own because that's where you typically end up watching games like these and so I think we'll go to a restaurant and order a couple of pints if you will and then uh, enjoy the game. It should be fun. Who are you picking to win, Joey? Well, I got a wager with my son. He, he see he's at the age where he knows everything. You know, that's that's an eleven year old boy. You know, and he's like, Niners got this. No, no, no prayer. I go, are you kidding me? Like, and I start going into KC and Mahomes and all the, obviously the, the winning tradition there lately and experience matters. And so we put, we put a hard 20 bucks down on it. And then I, f- I found that that wasn't really good enough because when you give an 11 year old money, uh, they just you know, waste on candy. And then of course he doesn't have 20 bucks. So it doesn't really do anything for me anyway. So the wager became, we got these two big trees in our front yard. They, they drop all these gumballs about this time of the year. You know, I'm talking about these, these, these awesomely horrible trees where they drop these little <laughs> yeah. spiky balls like from Mario, Mario brothers. And our whole front yard is just loaded with these spiky balls. So the wager is that, if Casey wins, he has to pick up all these spiky balls in our front yard. If the Niners win, then I got to do it while he sits back on a lawn chair and watches. I like that. I like That's it. Good. I like it a lot. It's pretty yeah. good. Uh, let me ask you about the Blues. 33 games to go. What are you expecting here in the stretch run? Well, I think, you know, 33 games, Danny Mack, I think the next 14, probably the next 10 are going to look at, but probably dictate the season and the direction of this team and where, where they go. I mean, listen, they're on, they're on the inside. Right now, uh, there are a couple points to being right back on the outside. Um, it's been that close. It's been uh, a juggernaut of a conference where they're in, they're out, and it's going to be like that to the very end. So I say the next 10 games are super, super crucial because they, they made some headway before the break. Now it's sitting five games over 500. You know, if you go on this next road trip, games on the road, Buffalo, Toronto, Montreal, you can easily go one and two or 0 and three and then just give them all right back. So super crucial road trip coming up. 
I think the next 10 games are certainly going to have a massive impact on the direction that Doug Armstrong feels about where his team, where the direction the team is going in. I think he's already kind of a lot of his decisions are semi-made up at this point. So it's going to kind of be up to the players to kind of give this general manager a, a very tough job ahead of them to which direction do you move into because this team is good enough to make the playoffs. And I said it before, I'll say it again, not only getting in, but I think this team is definitely good enough to steal around. They got the goaltending, and I think they got something special here with the experience of a lot of Stanley Cup champions, where to me it's still a very um, interesting group and a wild card group when you look at the entire conference. So uh, for them, keep winning, keep doing what they're doing, and then hopefully uh, they squeeze in and, and make some noise. Who was a player, and we were discussing this the other day, but who was a player in the first half of the season that you were hoping to see a little bit more from that you know will need to do more now in the second half as we were talking about in these next 33 games for that playoff push? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I mean, I think that Pavel Buchnevich is going to be an interesting player moving forward. You know, there's so much going on with Bucci. Um, obviously, you know, he is one of their best players. He's one of their best offensive players, especially on that top line. I think he's gone through stretches where he's been extremely dynamic offensively. And even when his game offensively slides a little bit, he's so good defensively, uh, which makes him such a, an intricate piece to this group about his 200-foot game, how he shuts games down, how he makes good decisions at right moments. He's just a player that, you know, Minister really trusts putting out there every single time. Now, he's gone through some ups. He's gone through he's a little bit of injury earlier this year. Say that I think that this is going to be a player that certainly has to continue to find a new level with that top line because you know Thomas has been on a great run. I think Cairo can be, you know, very, very spotty at times, but he can get on a run as well. So Buchnevich to me is, is that winger that really drives that line. You know, you bring up another situation where what else is going on in his world? Well, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent after next season. So he's got one more year with the Blues after this year, but he's a UFA after this year. So you know, does he become an interesting piece of the deadline? To me, he becomes a very interesting piece of the deadline. You know, have conversations happened with Butch Davis's agent uh, and general manager Doug Armstrong? Potentially, does he want to stay here? Uh, what will it take to keep him here? You know, he's a point-per-game player, which is incredible. Uh, will he deserve, you know, $8, 9000000 million at one point? I think so. But then keep an eye on what Kyrou and Thomas make. They make that $8 million mark. Is he going to make more than Kyrou and Thomas? I, I don't know. So there's so many different question marks up in the air with Apava Buchnevich, and I know his name's definitely out there in the circuit as far as one of the top guys at this trade deadline uh, to keep an eye on. So I say for all those reasons, I think Buchnevich to me is going to be the intricate piece uh, in the second half and especially over the next couple of weeks. Joey is a fan. I love to see the, the players returning to the Olympics. From their perspective, though, is that something that they like and look forward to? Oh, my gosh, 100%. And for different reasons, Dan. You know, I remember I was a part of the 14 group in Pittsburgh when they went to Sochi. And, you know, of course, I didn't participate in the Olympics. But, you know, we had seven, eight players that did. Um, the players that go love it because you're representing your country. Um, you're hoping for a great destination. And when you look at a place like Sochi, no disrespect, but I think any other place other than Sochi will be a positive thing. That was a tough, tough city. It was still being built when the Olympics were happening. It wasn't a terrific situation. So I think the, 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 new, the newer cities certainly are going to be better for the players' situations when they go over there. And any time you have a chance to represent your country, it means a ton. I mean, I remember playing with Sid and him going over there when he was playing in Vancouver and, of course, the Golden Goal. I mean, the anticipation, the excitement around the Olympics, it, it really does mean a lot to these players who go. And for the players that don't have the honor to go, it's, it's a great little reset 
for them here. You know, we're talking about a two and a half, three week break compared to like a, uh, you know, 10 day break, which you get for all-star. It's about a three week stretch where these players really have a nice time in the middle of the year just to get a reset, get away. Sometimes players are banged up to get healthy or just to kind of get away. You know, I remember, remember those years again as well. And it's just, it really is nice. It's very similar to what they do in Europe, you know, European pro hockey, they believe it or not, they start early August. They go like six, eight weeks. Then they take like a month off. Then they go another six, eight weeks, take a month off. So it's kind of the way their schedule works over there. And it really does benefit a lot of players from a health standpoint and from a really good, you know, pushing that final stretch of the season where they are, they feel rested and recovered. So I would expect a good rest and recovery ratio for all the teams in those Olympic years for the players who don't go. And I, I think at the end of the day, it just brings so much excitement and it, and it promotes the game, which is which is incredible. Joey, speaking of Europe, European airline Finnair has decided to start collecting data about the average weight of customers. And before people are boarding Finnair airplanes, they are being weighed. Thumbs up or thumbs down on this practice? Oh, man. I, I mean, what's the reason for it? Because they're trying to balance the left and right, or what's, what's, the, what's the deal? And I think they don't want the plane to be overweighed, so they're not only concerned about the weight of passengers, but the weight of the bags that they're bringing on the flight as well. Hey, you know what? I know it may be a little insensitive, but if, if they're going to weigh our bags, and if it's going to come down to one pound and i got to pay an extra 150 bucks, you know, to me, maybe maybe the weight's a big deal, and maybe maybe it's a good it's a good go-ahead. I, I said, that's the one thing I don't understand. I was at an airline the other day. I had two bags, and one was like 52 pounds, and the other was 40. And they're like, oh, sir, your bag's, you know, two pounds over. We're at the charge of 150 bucks. I'm like, what, my other bag's 40, though. He's like, yeah, that's not really how it works. I'm like, well, explain this to me where I have 10 pounds of leeway over here. I'm two over here, but don't the two ballot, the bags balance each other out. I said, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not the policy. So, again, I was a little confused. I ended up shifting the bag. No big deal. Yeah. But, hey, man, I don't know. It's, it, that's a tough one for me, Randy, on a Friday morning before I had my cup of coffee. <laughs> so here's, here's their explanation. Uh, they're weighing the passengers and their luggage, quote, for the purpose of aircraft balance, as you suggested, and performance calculations that are needed for the safe operation of flights. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I've gone on a couple couple flights where there's not a lot of a lot of passengers, and sometimes the flight attendants will say, "Hey, would you mind moving over to the left to help balance the uh, the left and right?" And you know, at the end of the day, listen, I I, I just want to get I just want to get to where I need to go safely. You know what I mean? So I know we we argue and we we bicker a lot about the airlines and the policies, but they do do a really good job of getting us where we need to go safely. So. I'm willing to abide with whatever they decide to do. Um, luckily for me in my life right now, I don't have massive weight issues, so I'm okay. No, with you're, it. you're you're uh, in fantastic that. shape, Joe. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, uh, it's, it's I'm very bottom heavy. I'm very bottom yeah, heavy, yeah. if you will. I'm very bottom heavy. I'm, I'm built like a hockey player, so hopefully they don't have any hockey policies where hockey players with their big trunks can't come on any flights or taxi. By the way, along those lines, will you enjoy some buffalo wings in Buffalo tonight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we do it every time. I forget the place that Curves always finds out. Anchor Bar? Anchor Bar. That's the one. Yeah. It's the, I think that's the original one. Yeah. And uh, they got a lot of great memorabilia. You've been there before, Randy, haven't you? Yes, sir. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And, you know, it's the one It's the one city where you just kind of throw out the diet. You just say, you know what? We're in Buffalo. Uh, we're, we're going We're going to get wings. It's just kind of what you do. Uh, same way when, of course, we go to Montreal, we, we hammer out a pastrami. Uh, Reuben sandwich up there, one of our favorite places, and so this road trip actually got a lot of good eateries on, on the way. So I expect to come back a few extra pounds, and I really hope the Blues, the Blues uh, PJ there, would get us home after the Toronto game doesn't weigh us because they may tell me I need to take an Uber home. <laughs> Have a great time, safe travels, and we'll talk to you next week.
Sounds good, you three. Have a great weekend. You too, Joey. Thanks.